Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to Dan Prayer's Morning Bible Study. I'm Lichaz, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you have put inside of our lives, Lord. We just thank you for the people you have placed there, Lord. We just thank you for the opportunities you have as well, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the countless opportunities, Lords, and all the various ways that we can demonstrate your love to those that are around us, Lord. Demonstrate what you have for them, Lord, and what you mean for them to enter into, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for all those things in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and God bless you all. We're glad to have you with us as we get into the word. Now, we are in chapter 5 and we are continuing our discussion on verses 1 through 7. So if you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, we'd love to give you the time and opportunity to pause the episode now and read or reread that section of scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And now, as is our custom, we are opening the floor to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So, who would like to begin? I would. All right, promise? I would like to bring our attention to verse 6 and 7 where it talks about being son- not being sons of disobedience. And not deceiving others with empty words as well. And then on verse 7 it says, Do not be partakers with them. And what that's talking talking about is, for one part of it, it's not speaking with empty words and trying to deceive others, but also not being dissuaded from doing what the Lord wants you to do by empty words. You should be always speaking what the Lord wants you to say, and you should be listening to the Holy Spirit to discern the spirit of whoever's talking. And it's especially important for us inside of today's day and age and throughout our lives to pay attention to this because once we let a word that is wrong slip out of our mouth or listen to or give place to it, we're always going to be moved away from the Lord. We read inside of Matthew, I believe, where it talks about how every idle word we speak will give account of. And mm-hmm. also inside of Ezekiel, how if we speak improperly to, improperly to someone based on what the Lord is saying, and we try to make it seem more cute and cuddly as we think it should look, that will be giving account to that as well. In mm-hmm. fact, it, mm-hmm. Jesus said we bear that most stones slung around their neck and they'd be thrown into the sea. Okay, and just a quick um, what you're talking about. Um, I think you see it in Jeremiah as well, where Jeremiah said, reported correctly what the Lord said that they were going into captivity. But mm-hmm. then there were false prophets who said, no, it's not going to be that long. No, it's only going to be two years and broke the, um, the, yoke. Yoke, the, the wooden yoke that God told Jeremiah mm-hmm. to wear as a demonstration of what was going to happen to them. And, and when that false prophet did it, the Lord was not pleased with it. He said they, he was teaching the people rebellion. Exactly. And instead of a yoke, a yoke of wood, they were now going to have a yoke of iron, and um, God was not pleased with that. So 
The Lord wants us just to say what he says to say, how he says to say it, when he says to say it, and then do what he says to do in, the, in like manner. Amen. Just, just do that. Um, also in Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel, if you don't convey to them, the, and especially the sincerity of the cost of what they're doing, and they perish in their sin, it's on you. Ezekiel, you'll be responsible for that. Their blood will be on your head. However, if you tell them what I told you to say, and they turn, or even if they choose to remain in it, then it's on them because they've been duly warned. That's God's way and his method. He always gives us an opportunity to make a different choice than, than to be swallowed up by destruction. And it's our obligation as vessels of God to deliver the message how he says to deliver it. And as receivers and children and people just on the planet in general, it's our obligation to hear when the word of God goes forth. That's why it's important for preachers to be sent, which Romans um, talks mm-hmm. about that. How can they hear unless a preacher be sent so that they have an opportunity to hear differently and to react differently. Um, also, something else you said um, about verse 6, I want to connect that in two places. Um, one is Second Peter 2.19. Um I'll just reread Ephesians 5, 6. says, let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Now, 2 Peter 2, 19 says this, while they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption mm-hmm. by whom a person is, for by whom a person is overcome by him, also he is brought into bondage. But then if you rewind all the way back to Genesis chapter three, where the serpent is talking to the woman, and he says, oh, did God really say all that? You know it doesn't mean, and this I'm just paraphrasing. It, it's not going to, you're not going to die. God knows that. He's just trying to keep you back from being wise like he is. And he deceived her with great swelling words of, you'll be free if you rebel against God. You'll truly be free if you find another course other than what God has told you. And that's not the case. Now, just look at that real quick. Genesis chapter three, it says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree um, desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. And now, you know, if you can't continue reading there, they fell into sin and eventually they were separated from God. Not much at that moment, they died spiritually, and the process of physical death also had pro- um, opportunity to begin. But what God said was the right way to go, and it produced life, just like we we're talking about here in Ephesians um, 4 and 5, but 5 specifically for this episode, how walking in the light, being an imitator of God is going to produce life for you, but anyone who would try to dissuade you from that 
promising you that you'll be free if you just do anything else but what God says, promising that you'll be successful, you'll have fun, <laughs> enjoy your life, and that the life um, being a son or continuing in the ways of disobedience or the ways of darkness is really what you should be doing. That's where it's at. It's only designed to draw you far, further away from God and to steal the life that God came to give, that Jesus himself mm-hmm. came to give you. I mean, we see that Genesis to Revelation. So that's always something we should pay attention to. Promise did, did you, you read and uh, I was being talked to with the, by the Lord. Uh, on, sure. So I missed part of what you said. But uh, so in verse chapter 3, verse 13 of Genesis. Um, no, where, I didn't go that far down. Oh, where the woman said very plainly, that the serpent deceived her and she ate. Mm-hmm. After the penalty was coming At, upon her. Exactly. <laughs> after she lost everything. Then she recognized and acknowledged. He tricked me. God is not a tricker. I have but, a little niece that used to say that. Tricker! God is not a, 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 he's not deceptive. He is honest. He is truth. He only speaks the truth. It's impossible for God to lie. So when mm-hmm. he tells you something, believe him. The devil is a liar and has been a liar from the beginning. That's his native tongue is to lie. Amen. We see a proof right there. <laughs> and, and now you understand why Paul in another place in scripture writes that I don't care if an angel comes down from heaven. Mm-hmm. If you hear another gospel than what I preached. That Jesus is the way, the truth, right? and the life. Which is exactly what he preached. Don't believe that. Don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Let that one be accursed. Amen. And that's really funny, interesting, kind of historical. That's exactly what is the the founding of the Islamic religion is. Uh, an angel told him that Jesus isn't the Messiah. They claim Gabriel, uh-huh. right? So got to ask questions there. So he, though, isn't God so amazing? Since, Man, you wait. should just be worshiping God right now. Before that religion even came to be, the Lord ministered through this, this um, apostle to say, hey, even if you see this. Right. If it accuses Jesus, if it says he did not put on flesh, if it says he's not the son of the true and living God, don't believe him. And, and Gabriel gave his bona fides to, well, in, in John, right? You see that in John chapter 2, and, or in, in Luke chapter 2 also. And he says, uh, I'm Gabriel and I stand in the presence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So the other person that formed a false religion by claiming that Jesus isn't the son of God and the only way, truth, and the life, and the Messiah was lying. Gabriel did not deliver that message. Gabriel's message was only ever about Jesus. Exactly. But we know that Satan transforms himself into, right, an angel of light for the sole purpose to deceive so that people will not believe in Jesus Christ. But now, as as you brought up promise in verses 6 and 7, something that we need to be aware of, right, for a number of reasons. We've kind of gone over many of them. But for our own life, why we need to check in with the Holy Spirit. Let Adam, right, had to let everything, or the Lord made everything pass by before him. Well, we should have everything pass by before the Lord. And whatever he calls it, that's what it is. Who Every is word the spoken. last Adam, absolutely. Cause he, yes, because he's the last Adam. So whatever he calls it, whatever he says about it, that's what it is. Not what our minds think or what we want to believe, right? Because mm-hmm. you're deceived when you're drawn away by your own lusts. Amen. But hold it up before the Lord. Lord, what do you say about this thing? What do you say about what this person said? I hear their words and what they're saying, but you know the thoughts and intentions or intents of their heart, whether it's because it's your best or because they seek evil for my life. Mm -hmm. We all should get in the 
the practice. I don't want to say habit, but it should become a habit, right? That, that's, and by that, I mean just part of the structure for your life of how you live and operate. Is that exactly what Jesus did? He's yes. our pattern example, so we should be doing the same thing. So, continue, sir. It then for the second part was inside of the latter half where it talks about the signs of disobedience. We also have to recognize that it's not just they seems what they're doing is right, but their actions are wrong. It's about whether or not their obe their obedience of what they think about the Lord and their actions. You read inside of the Gospels where Jesus talks about the Pharisees and how he told the people, do what they're doing. Sorry. Do what they're saying, but not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Do what they tell you. But don't live like they're living. Mm-hmm. And the Lord also reminded me of, I'm not sure where it says this, but it says, those who are led by God are the sons of God. And it's all about whether or not you're led by the Lord inside of what you're doing. If you're just doing something because you want accolades, that's not the right, right way to go. And we read inside of Revelation about all the people that won't be in there. And it talks about the cowardly and unbelieving. Where's it, there? Where's there, sir? Oh, Revelation? No, no, no. Won't be in where? In Revelation, it talks in about heaven. the people. Okay. Just make that clear for the listeners, sir. Continue. And how we're more so trying to impress people by what we're doing or what we're saying then our soul goal in life isn't pleasing the lord it's man pleasers and we know by reading the bible that the flesh is always of will always lead you the wrong way if you're just doing if you're just acting based on what you think inside of your mind you know you'll be led astray mm-hmm. yes good indicators uh-huh. did you finish your thought darling Yes, mommy. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. I just wanted to touch on, um, let's say, verses, verse four, and uh, verses three through five. Okay, <laughs> it's hard to choose. It's hard to pick them. Pick one. Um, and I was, I was thinking about in the last podcast that we were talking about these, um, these actions coming out of out of people and um, my love I think you close that episode talking about changing your heart absolutely and what the Lord was kind of bringing to my attention is that we normally look at these things coming from an angry place mm. um, and well, and we focus on like when when anger-esque emotions are in play how that leads a person but I remember in my early days with the Lord um, I'm someone I like I like I have a I like to laugh. I like, you know, humorous things. And um, one one verse that really, um, <laughs> in Kamisha language, it smacked my face and made me go, oh, was verse four when it talks about coarse jesting. Mm-hmm. That's joking. That's hard language joking. Um, and using words that don't glorify and honor God. You're, you know, when most people are telling jokes and laughing, you know, they're having quote unquote fun. Sure. And, but they're saying things that don't honor God. Um, you think about someone telling a, uh, perverted joke, right. Or a, um, 
you know, all your little eyeballs just flew over here like, what? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, you know, a part of These are things that happen, right? They same are. With, same with jokes that tear people down. That's right. Or watching a, a movie that is um, full of perversion, but it has some funny moments in it or something like that. And I can remember myself, um, especially as a young believer, not realizing that that too was something I needed to put away from me or how I how I handled myself even when I was feeling jovial and um, delighted, if you will, like, oh, I'm just having fun. And so I just told this this joke or, um, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's okay. Or even when I, um, something that you guys, kids hear me say all the time is you guys can be joking with each other and you will say something negative about your sibling as a joke or you'll compare them to a bad guy in the movie. And what do I say to you? Don't do that. Don't do it. Why? Because that's a son or daughter of the Most High God, and you have no right to speak over their lives in that way. That language mm-hmm. is not fitting for a believer. Um, and you're just joking. You're, there's no anger in your heart. There's no malice towards your, no direct malice towards your brother, or, you know, you're not angry at the moment, is what I'm saying. And, but yet you go, oh, that's funny. You're like this bad guy. Ha ha ha. And carry on. And, I'm quick as lightning. And you go, mommy, I wasn't, I didn't mean that. doesn't matter. That idle word. Why are you saying words that don't represent God? And um, chapter four, verse 20, 29 says, let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Corrupt meaning means that it is not life-giving. It's not pure as God desires our mouth and our words to be pure and reflecting the light of God, reflecting him. Um, Continuing with that verse, it says, but what is good for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers? Does that bring grace to you to be compared to a bad guy? No. 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 Someone who God died for, who Jesus died for. your body? Exactly. Or Or you, you know, you guys talk about each other's future spouses and I jump in there and I say, "Uh uh-uh. I've prayed for those people. Don't exactly. you start speaking negative words people. over over that and over my grandchildren that will come forth in the, the holiness of God. Don't do that because it doesn't bring life. And so, you know, I just wanted to, to bring that as we are growing before God, realizing that everything is, as we go through the word, it's the entirety of our being that's being refined. How, how I find humor now that God has refined me. What do I partake in? as a joke, right? Yes, mommy. Sarcasm, all of those things. When you start putting on the light of God, start bringing a magnifying Mm -hmm. glass and, and moving from purification levels to purification levels, right? We think about cussing and, and angry bar fights and, you know, that kind of thing, gang fights on the street and go, okay, we'll get rid of that. But if I still tell a crude joke, have harsh language, um, even though it's not cuss words, or, you know, things of that nature. Am I purifying that as well? Go far, farther, go deeper with God so that everything that comes out of your mouth is a blessing to the hearer. Not nice. Nice does not represent Jesus Christ at all. That's Amen. a product of the flesh. But kindness, love, grace, peace, wholeness, soundness, that comes from the spirit of the living God and will flow through us as we purify and refine ourselves. Look, Charles, did you have something you wanted to say, darling? Um, not at this time, mommy. Okay. All right. Well, we're coming up on time anyway, there. Yeah. So why don't, why don't we just pause there for now? Because there's a lot in what's said. And, and for each of us here in this room, but also for the listeners, take time. 
spend it with the Holy Spirit. Allow him to highlight those things in your life that you know, while, while they may not be huge issues, it's still preventing you from going deeper with him. Mm-hmm. Allow him to bring you to new, deeper levels of himself and your relationship and your walk with him. So let's pause there. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today. And God, we ask that you forgive us for any wrong, any sin that we've committed against you, Lord, and our brothers and sisters, Lord. And we freely forgive those who have wronged us, Lord, perceived wrong, Lord. And we let them go free, Lord. And we ask you to forgive them as well. Lord, show us your ways, Lord. Teach us your heart, God. Give us a new outpouring of your love, Lord, as we go to school, as we go to work, Lord, as we do and fulfill the ministry that you have called each and every one of us to fulfill, Lord. We thank you for your compassion, your grace, and your mercy, and we ask that you'll allow that to flow through us, Lord, as we encounter the people today, God, and we and they see your goodness, Lord, and they see your heart. And we thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.